Okay, but now we have to re-record an intro. Um. <laughs> Explaining what this is a little better because we weren't sure where we were going with this as we were recording. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, okay. This is the first episode of a new series which Sin is addicted to producing at short notice. <laughs> this series will look at every every single rune in in Bloodborne. Pipe. All the Carol all the Carol runes. <laughs> if, you're ever, if you're ever like, ooh, I want to know more about that thing. So did Sin. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She she's putting this on Patreon. <laughs> she believes you should pay money for this. And what's happening is she's going to put this episode on YouTube and then put the rest on Patreon on please tell me it's like the lowest possible tier. And um you will be able to listen to us dissect the other runes in the style of our hit series dissecting the notes of Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. And, of course, during this, we then produced spontaneously. We're like (laughs) amoebas just budding. A third series which will look at the badges. But that will go on YouTube. Uh Because following our, our model... (laughs) <laughs> the good content goes on YouTube, and then the content that's bad <laughs> is safely stored away from the public, but you can pay to access it. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, Richie. And uh, we're recording this after we recorded episode one of Rune Talk, <laughs> which was called Hunter. And I have to say, probably top ten worst things we've ever recorded was that what we just did then. Thank you, Sin. Hope everyone enjoys this! Are you hitting your head on the desk again? I hated this idea. And now I'm looking at the page and I'm like, I think we can probably do it. I think it can just scrape through. I think we can more than scrape through because runes do need an explanation. Yeah, but the problem is that the runes explain themselves fairly well, I think. The game explains itself fairly well. Yes. Yet, the doll is it. Yeah, the doll is Erden. Pale blood is actual blood. Ludwig killed Maria. Ludwig <laughs> killed Maria. Well, that, that's honestly like... <laughs> that's not the worst one. <laughs> it's not even in the top 20. <laughs> so, we just finished recording the last podcast of our notes mini podcast yeah, of yeah. the Snap Covenant. The thing is, when you said, we just finished recording the series, you mean that in a very literal sense. 
Like, we just finished. We pressed stop. <laughs> we have recorded 16 things in a row. We pressed stop. And then you're like, uh, what time is it? Do you need to go to bed? And it's like, I guess a good stop. Okay, press record again. Hi, everyone. This is our new series. That's what you mean by just finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I sound very tired and confused. But I did tell you you can go to sleep. Yeah, but I'll I'll be even more tired and confused when I get up. <laughs> like, it okay. takes me longer to wake up than it, it does to just keep going now. Okay, so let's do one of these. So we have one down. And then you can go. How about that? So is is this going to be, like, chronological order? Um, well, or is it just going to be the order they're in on the wiki, which is alphabetical? Well, the order I was thinking is that on Maps Wiki, bloodborne-wiki.com, the runes are separated into sections. Yes. At the very bottom, it says Oath Roots, and I think we should start with those. Well, all right. Okay. And the first rune we're going to discuss is... Hunter. Yeah. A hunter must hunt. Yeah. And the description of the rune reads, A carol rune that transcribes in human sounds. This red <laughs> Wait a minute, Richie. Now that you interrupted me with that ridiculous language, I remembered something. Go on. The outline. The outline. I completely forgot about it. But since you want to be a smarty, Pants... You reminded me of the outline. Should we follow the same outline or should we create a new one? Because the I will. OK, the current outline, because you can't see it. Basically, it has a number of points on it, such as location, type, best blank voice, explain words slash meaning, who left it, for whom, why. And one of the points is. Japanese translation. <laughs> Are you hitting your head on the desk? <laughs> Richie, stop! I'm fine. We need your brain. <laughs> I'm fine. And so, the outline is basically these points. We can follow them, or we can do something different this time if you'd like. I think we'll just keep with the outline, because I'm too tired to come up with anything else. Okay, so if we're keeping with the outline, our first rune is Hunter. And mm. where do we find the rune? Eileen gives it. Well, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of confusing, because the Hunter rune we are talking about, given to us by Eileen, but also at the beginning of the game, you get the Hunter's Mark, mm-hmm. which is also the hunter rune you get it and it's not the game does not consider it a carol rune because you do not need to equip it it is always with you it is in your inventory but nevertheless you do you do always have that rune attached to you but it is uh, it looks the same and it's like the hunter's mark but this is a different hunter rune that's given to us by Eileen the crow mhm Mm. So it's kind of confusing in terms of how runes work exactly. Certainly is. 
Because the hunter mark, it's almost like we memorize the root and we sort of understand it, we internalize it. But then Eileen gives it to us. And it's something that looks like a physical thing like this. I imagine it as like, a, you know, it's drawn like in a greenish circle. So like, yeah. I kind of visualized it as just giving us this pebble with this drawn on it. And we're like, thank you for this beautiful gift. I don't know what this is. Really? Yeah. You think Eileen gives you a pebble? Yeah. With the hunter's rune on it. Yeah. The rune workshop tool. <laughs> yeah. Somehow makes the pebble in, in your head. Well, okay, imagine it like... Okay, so she gives you this pebble, right? And it's this hunter. And then you carry a bunch of pebbles with you. And then you go to the um, altar, whatever. And then you're like, oh no, my bag can only carry like three pebbles at a time. Or however many. And so you gotta pick the pebbles that you're gonna carry with you. And then let's say I pick the hunter pebble, and then you pick a vile blood pebble, and then when we meet, I'm like, hey, what pebble you got? You're like, I got the vile blood one, and I'm like, oh, I got the hunter one. Oh, no, 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 that's not gonna work out. You have the wrong pebble. It's like Yu Gi Oh! We just like randomly duel people with our Carol Rune pebbles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. How do you envision the Carol runes? I thought this is going to be quick. Um, <laughs> we're just going to go down it. <laughs> now it's Pebbles and <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! How do you envision the runes, though? I don't have a fucking clue. Um, the way it is explained is that we use the rune workshop tool, which is like, it looks like a brand, like mm-hmm. a branding iron. Yeah. And that somehow we brand like psychically the rune onto our like psyche, I guess, mm-hmm. with the, with the workshop tool, mm-hmm. which I guess is some function of the dream because like it's not happening in the waking world. So maybe like, this is just some dream tomfoolery that allows us to equip, like, to, to like, brand a rune onto our mind, but not actually our physical form. Okay. Hmm. But, like, you meet characters in the game who will drop a carol rune when they die. Yeah, like, they drop their pebble. Yeah, but what if? Hear me out. <laughs> it's not necessarily a pebble. It could be like it's a good question because, like, for instance, like when, um, like Eileen gives us, she like passes on the. Okay, okay, let's go back to the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Are we in agreement that at the very beginning of the game, the messengers brand you with the hunter's mark? Yeah. Okay. So. Maybe it's the same kind of deal that, like, we're able to just, like, pick up through through being a hunter. We are able to, like, pick up on these, like, maybe the messengers, like, relay them to us or something. No. No? Only the first time, but then 
Because if the messenger relayed them to us after, we'd see a messenger whenever we picked up room. No, I mean, like, through becoming a hunter, we've got the ability to, like, pick up on these runes in a way that we didn't before. And that's because of what the messengers did to us. But can only hunters pick up runes? Well, like, there's a giant clock that's covered in the runes in, um, in Yana. Okay, let me ask this differently. Can only moon-scented hunters pick up runes? Well, okay, Volta... No, no, okay, it's completely inconsistent, but, like, there are situations where we know a rune was created, because we know, like, Volta finds a rune in a corpse. Mm -hmm. That's, like, part of his backstory. It's like when he was um, eating the beast, the rune got into him. Yeah, because the beast had kidney stones. And they were pebbles, yeah. 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 Um, when Lawrence was experimenting at the research hall, they discovered Beast's Embrace. Yeah. And Lawrence was not a moon-scented hunter. Yeah. Although he had been to the dream. Well, we don't know when he went to the dream. Hmm. Like, it could have been before, it could have been after, he could have gone and come back multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, Adeline envisions a rune. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not a monsanto hunter. No, but she's communing with a great one when she does it. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when we had Santa on and he was talking about, like, there's these cut rune icons and they're, they're parchment, like, explicitly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said that's because originally it wasn't, like, just a rune appears that you were finding, what he said, they were pages from the Book of Carol. Mm-hmm. The idea is that Carol transcribed all the runes, then the book was torn up into different pages. So when we found a page, we understood what the rune was. Mm-hmm. And the the clearer the rune was drawn, the more powerful it was when we used it. Yeah. But, like, as far as the game is concerned now, it's almost like someone is leaving behind, like, a copy of their psyche. Or they're, like, able to pass that on to us. So, like, when Willem dies, he leaves behind the eye that he's searching for. And when, like, the Erden Chapel Dweller dies, he leaves behind the sign of Erden. And when, like, some other characters who were somehow connected to Word and Chapel die, they leave behind the sign of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it maybe it's almost like when they die, that's just like like a psychic um like they leave behind like an after image or something. Well, the blood echoes are sort of that, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, when we die, we leave behind our blood echoes. And that's, like, our leftover, like, bloodlust. So maybe when when people who are, like, hosting these carol runes die, they leave behind something like that that has, like, the rune in it, and we're able to pick up on it. Mm -hmm. But in this case, uh, in the case of the hunter rune, Eileen gives you that rune, right? Yes. And she's not dead. 
she's dead tired. Is there any other way to get this specific rune? No. And so the rune means hunter, but the rune that Eileen gives you, it says something really specific. Do you want the red smudge rune? Do you want means- do you do you do you wanna read that in your best Eileen voice? No, it's it's almost it's quarter to five in the morning. Oh, okay, okay. We, this is a special occasion. This is like a new journey that we're starting with the runes. So you should read it in your best sin voice. Why don't you just read it? No, 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 no. That's not how this podcast works. Isn't it? Mm-mm-mm. Red smudge rune that means hunter and has been adopted by those who take the hunters and hunters out. <laughs> Look at me, I'm Richard M. Schmidt. Corvo, get down from there. What about the second part of the notes? There's more. These watchmen admonish those who have become addled with blood, be they men or beasts, anyone who has threatened the pledges of the Hunter Oath surely has an issue with blood. So, yeah, it's like you get this rune, blood is cancelled. The red smudged root. I kind of assume that the red smudged means somebody smudged it with blood. But does it even... Like, that implies it is actually, like, a thing that we've been given, because it's smudged. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pebble, and you smudge some blood on it, and you drew Hunter, and you give it to someone else. Look, that's literally what it looks like. Look at the picture. (laughs) Okay. So, the red smudged rune means hunter. What is red smudged? Why is it red smudged if it's metaphysical? I know. I know. <laughs> okay, let's ignore, let's ignore the first line. Sometimes, when I make solo lore, things don't add up. I just ignore a part of it and just roll with whatever makes sense. It makes things a lot easier. Maybe a lot less you know, accurate, you, but at least you can get through a video this way. You know, the, the, the rune workshop tool specifically says that Willem would have been proud of Carol's runes because they, they don't, don't rely, rely on, on blood. blood. And then you measure, yeah, I know. Yeah, going back here, this rune yeah. appears to be made of blood. Well, that's another issue. But also, anyone who's got it has issues with blood. Well, that's because I made a video a long time ago on runes. Um, and you may remember it because I asked you a lot of questions about it while making it. And that that was one of my issues. And I thought, well, maybe some runes were made by Carol and some were not. Yeah, yeah. but let's ignore the tool description for now. And the red smudged rune means hunter. So the next part says, it has been adopted by those who have taken the hunter of hunter oath. Yes. And the Hunter of Hunters are watchmen. Um, Do you like how... Yeah? I've never heard anyone quote this description at length, (laughs) and reading it is like the 
What? Oh, no. No, no, but then it's okay. The rune actually explains itself a little bit because it says, These watchmen admonish those who have become addled with blood. They admonish them with, like, knives to the face. It's more than... It, 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 oh. Be they men or beasts, anyone who has threatened the pledgers of the Hunter Oath surely has an issue with blood. What the Because it's just like... If you use this blood, we're going to go and hunt you down and kill you. But if you've got a problem with us, well, you shouldn't threaten us. Like, <laughs> okay, wait, wait. No, we're not reading this right. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, okay. So what the rune is saying that... Hunter- Why did you have to start with this one? <laughs> it was the first one in the... Um- in the no, thing, it wasn't. In the thing that I was this, looking at. The first one is based because they're in alphabetical order. <laughs> no! The, okay, how about we do this now? <laughs> After we finish all the runes, we come back to it and then see if our understanding of runes has improved. And we can compare the two. Or if we're just crying. <laughs> no! No! Okay! Okay, no! Richie! This is good. We know that Carol runes transcribe that a Carol rune transcribes on human sounds. So this is the voice of the great ones transcribed into letters. Right? Into symbols? Well transcribed into runes, yeah. Okay, into runes, exactly. Can you tell me yeah. can you yeah. can you define what a rune is? Uh it's like a symbol. Yeah. That is like a glyph. Um, hmm. I wonder what the official definition of rune is. Well, I have it here. It's pronounced... A letter or character belonging to the written language of various ancient Germanic peoples. So the great ones are German. <laughs> and mm. I entered it into um, into Google, and it says yeah. it's pronounced rune. And a letter of an ancient Germanic alphabet, or a mark or a letter of mysterious or magic significance, or small stones pieces of bone, etc., bearing runes, and used as divinatory symbols. So you were right, it is on a stone. Right, yet again. Do we, do, do we want to talk about Carol? No. Because you were mentioning, like, runes, and I think it's, like, it's important to talk about, like, oh, wait. what Carol rune kind of comes wait, from. wait, wait. People listening to this don't know what Carol is? Oh, who is listening to this? Oh, do you not know what Carol is? Oh, are you hyper-interested in runes? Oh, you watch the entire podcast and you signed up for this patron, but you don't know who Carol is? No, I mean the name Carol and what they're getting at with, like, a Carol rune. Did you guess who I was impersonating? Willem. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Tell us about Carol. Okay, so this came up, I remember, um, because Aegon was like, there was uh, a woman called Carol Houselander, spelt C, also spelt C-A-R-Y-L-L, who did, like, um, religious prints. And he thought the name might have come from there because it's, like, the same, like, it's like a sort of religious sign. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're from Russia, so you'll you'll know what we're getting at here, because like the way that's written in Japanese is phonetic, and it's like Kirill. Mm-hmm. Kirill, yeah. 
Kirill. And like for people who don't know, like the what you would think of as the weird Russian letters, <laughs> like the backwards R or the, the the O with a line through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are called Cyrillic. They're, they're Cyrillic characters. So I think, like, they picked Carol Rune because the idea is it's meant to it's meant to be like a Cyrillic sign. That's where they got it from. Not not literally. It's not literally meant to be Cyrillic, but the idea of like there are these symbols that are like glyphs or signs or whatever from another language that are called Cyrillic. Mm-hmm. I think Carol, Kirill. Kirill, like, because they don't, they don't call them runes in Japanese. They call them just like, um, they're like Kirill character, which is what I guess you would actually call a Cyrillic letter. Anyway, mm-hmm. you would call it a, a Cyrillic character. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's in a roundabout way where like Carol rune, the actual terminology comes from. Mm-hmm. And for those who yeah. don't know, uh, Kirill is like a Russian name and it's like a clearly male Russian name. So I found that interesting yeah. where in English, like I never, I didn't know. Like I would have no idea who this name belongs to. But when I read like Russian descriptions of the items, I was like, oh, Kirill, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Did we talk about what a rune is in general? Yeah, we did at the beginning. Yeah, we did. We looked it up twice. Okay. <laughs> um. So let's go back to the description of the hunter rune. So what do hunters of hunters do, Richie? Well, a hunter of hunter is a hunter who hunts hunters. Yeah, so a hunter of hunter yes. is a hunter who hunts a hunter who has become drunk with blood. And then they sell seashells at the seashore. <laughs> do you want to hear a Russian tongue twister? Okay. Ехал грека через реку, видел грека в реке рак, сунул грека руку в реку рак, за руку грека цап. That's excellent. Thank you. So, okay, okay. So the first part of the rune description makes sense. These watchmen admonish those who have who have become adult with blood. Yeah. For those of us who don't know, what is admonish? Admonish. What is admonish? <laughs> It, it basically just means to like, um, really, really reprimand someone, hmm. which is a, not really what we do. It's it's more a kind of horrible murder. <laughs> Maybe that's what Eileen means, and we just go off and murder. Well, she does try to kill Henrik. But maybe normally. Yeah, you're yeah. right. No, there's no way yeah, around this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think for the people listening who maybe don't understand how long this has been going for, you have to imagine that we're both in an office and, like, we have, like, our ties are off, our sleeves are rolled up, we're all chain smoking. <laughs> There's just, like, all these empty Starbucks coffee cups everywhere. Okay, you... It's like something from the West Wing. You know what? Uh, but it's this, yeah. <laughs> Richie, as you said it, I look. My sleeves are actually rolled up, and yep. I have a, a cup of regular coffee next to me, like a homemade yeah, coffee. Yeah. 
but also a giant empty McDonald's coffee that I finished before that. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is that like um for you it's like it's like one PM yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, for me it is five AM in the morning. Okay. It's also extremely hot. Yeah. We can do this. Okay, okay. We we've we've gotten through worse. So we can do this. Um so these watchmen reprimand those who have become addled with blood. What does addled mean? What it's referring to is that um, once, that, that like blood echo as a concept, that is supposed to be like you, you are gradually becoming more and more attuned to the taste of blood. So the idea, and the idea is that when we have the doll, we talk to the doll, the doll takes the blood echoes out of us. And turns it into our strength, but that's unique to us because we have access to the doll. She's she she is she's like Annalise in a lot of ways. She's like sucking the blood out of you, but it's the it's the lust for blood. Mm-hmm. So the people who don't have access to the doll, like Eileen, mm-hmm. like Gascoigne, uh, Henrik, etc., um, Alfred, yeah, they don't have a way of getting that out of their system. Mm-hmm. So after a while, inevitably, after they've killed enough people, they tip over into becoming like blood drunk, which is what happens to Gascoigne. That's why Gascoigne just like starts attacking you. And like when you meet Henrik, Henrik is also like, I mean, Henrik's possibly attacking you because he knows you killed Gascoigne, but nevertheless, like, so I carry, like, it happens to Eileen. It also kind of happens to Alfred, where like toward the end of their quest line, they sort of snap. And they become like obsessed with blood and wanting like to murder you to get more blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, and the other part, okay, I get the last part of the description now. Be they man they or beast. issue with blood. Yeah. Be they man or beast. Anyone yeah. who has threatened the pledgers of the hunter oath surely has an issue with blood. So basically, they're saying, Whoever you are, if you're a hunter who is now drunk with blood, you are threatening the code of the hunters, and you have an issue with blood, so you have a blood addiction. Therefore, we gotta, you know, talk to you and reprimand you. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I guess, yeah. So that actually makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Be they man or beast, anyone who has, like, What's the word? Like, you know, shit on the hunter code. Yeah. They're clearly... Must therefore... Right. Be a, they're clearly addicted to blood. Therefore, we gotta reprimand yeah. them. Do you think that's true, though, or do you think that's the hunter of hunters, like, justification? That if someone's messing with me, it must be because they're blood drunk. Therefore, I have to kill them. I don't think they're they, they're saying it in a way if someone's messing with me. I think they think it in a more general way. Like, yeah. if some, like, you know, hunters are there to, like, whatever, protect the population, to exterminate the beast, whatever, to do this awesome, great deed, right? Right. And as a hunter, you're held to a higher standard. Because you are more powerful than a regular person, you have access to more weapons than a regular person. But if you get addicted yeah. to blood you start running and while running around killing people 
Yeah. Like, first of all, you sort of, you, you know, you bring a bad name to the whole hunter thing. But yeah. second of all, like, we got to stop you. Because you're going to run around. But the thing is, it's, it's called Hunter of Hunters, implying that you're hunting other hunters. Because that's what Eileen ends up doing. Specifically, like, Eileen's thing is that she finds hunters who've gone blood drunk and kills them. She's like an assassin. Yeah. 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 Hang on, I have to check something, because I think that... Yeah, um, so the thing is, like, Eileen only gives this to you if she doesn't go blood drunk. So I guess, like, when she tips over into being blood drunk, she must lose the room. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So she loses that whole thing that she's meant to protect others from these type of hunters. Yeah. It's ironic. She becomes the thing. Yeah. Well, what about that the first hunter of hunters came from a faraway land? And gave the dead a virtuous native funeral ritual rather than impose a blasphemous yarn and burial service upon them. Well, the good thing about these podcasts is that we just have to discuss the root. Also, the Hunter of Hunters is a badge that is passed down from... (laughs) So you can kill Eileen and get the, the badge of the Hunter of Hunters, but you only get the Hunter of Hunters rune under other circumstances. Richie, but the badges are for another yes. Really? Honestly, I would rather do the badges than the runes. Okay, well, now you tell me that. Now that we're like... This wasn't an option earlier. But what do you mean it wasn't an option? I always ask you what you want to do. I'm just looking at the Hunter of Hunters and it's like, it's passed down from generation to generation to an outsider from the hinterlands. <laughs> just fucking stop adding faraway lands and generations <laughs> to this thing that's actually quite small. Because it's just... Yeah. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Do you know what this rune says in Japanese? No. Can you find out? Alright. Let's find out. So on the Bloodborne wiki, browser's frozen. Got to find where it's got Carol runes. Okay. What? Game FAQs wants my opinion, and I don't have one. Richie on Bloodborne-wiki, yes. it um yes. at the bottom of the hunter on the hunter rune page, it says merchants, bath messenger, chalice bath messenger, patches the spider. What does that? No, it means you can sell it. No, it, well, no. What it means is like that's a, the the rune is an item, mm-hmm. right? 
So if that were like a regular item, it would mention like how much it costs to buy and how much you get for oh. selling it and what you need to get it. Okay. But you get it from Eileen. And I think you can, I think you can sell it. You can sell other runes. They're worth almost nothing. And if once you sell them, you can never get them again. Huh. <laughs> so you really have to ask yourself if those like 12 echoes are worth it. So it's more like a matter of principle. Like, I don't agree with what's going on here. Yeah. It's kind of like selling, uh, what is it, Havel Soltakoth or whatever? Yeah. Well, no, no, it's not, because because if you go into New Game Plus, you can get Havel set again. Uh-huh. In Bloodborne, if you sell a rune, you can never get it again. Wait, never ever? Even if you talk to Eileen no, again? No, it's gone forever. What? Yeah, it'll never come back. I didn't know that. I thought you could have, like, a hundred runes if you do a hundred Game Plus. No. No, you'll you will never get a rune back if you sell it because it's like permanently flagged that you got that rune, so it never comes back. So you have to really be sure of your choices. Oh, well, they're worth virtually nothing. But like I'm saying, it's like you have to be like, I really do not like this. I do not agree with. <laughs> I really what- do not like that. You could put it in storage if it really offended you. Yeah, like yeah, like executioners and what they're doing that really offends me. So you know what? I'm going to go yeah. and sell their rune cuz I don't want to be associated with them in any way. Okay. That's what I'm going to go do now. Version 1.0 was bugged. So when you beat the shadows of Yarnum, it acted like you got blood rapture but you didn't. Mm-hmm. But it still flagged you as having it. So if you went back and you if you patched the game, after you'd beaten Shadows of Yarnum, you could still never get Blood Rapture. Oh, damn. Yeah. Are you looking up the Japanese translation of this? It looks like it says basically the same thing. Can, can you say it? Kari no kararumoji. <laughs> Karu to kari no akashi hito nananu koe no hiyun to etc. I meant can you say it in English? Oh, my mistake. <laughs> okay, you know what it says in English? It says the same thing. Can you read it? <laughs> Kirill character. <laughs> hunter. Proof of a hunter of hunters. One of the Kirill characters that is the phonetic sound of a voice. Uh-huh. It gives the meaning of hunter <laughs> and it is blurred red. It is used for the hunter of hunters contract, meaning oath. The enemies of the hunter of hunters are hunters who are intoxicated with blood and resonate with ominous bells. Oh, that's new. Oh, oh, you see, I asked you to read it, yeah, and then you refused, yeah. and then I was like, please, and then you did, and that's new. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? If you- Oh, yeah, no, I get it. I- it makes sense now, because it's like, have you ever, um, I know you don't do much PvP or co-op, but have you ever met a blood adult hunter online? What's a blood adult hunter? Exactly. Um, what happens is sometimes online, if so- if you or someone else has the hunter hunter rune equipped, yeah. and you get summoned or you summon them, there's a chance that they spawn and they they're referred to as a blood adult hunter. Ah, oh. and that then like it's like summoning, uh, it's like an invasion yeah. kind of, but okay. you didn't plan for it to happen. Just when they're summoned, it's like oh, they're blood adult. I have to kill them. Uh oh, the last part of the note basically says that. Now it makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's saying like if you basically the gist of it is like if you are if you find yourself like fighting a hunter of hunters, it's because you're blood adult. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. There we go. Awesome. Yeah. So the whole the whole thing about the hunt the the blood drunk hunters using the bells to invade people's just not in English at all. Yeah. But they replaced it with be they men or beasts, <laughs> which I'm sure I can I can't wait for Loki to read that <laughs> next next fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> hmm. And I went on this long explanation about the last line, and it means nothing. I demand my time back. What, do I get any back? No! You didn't even want to read the Japanese version. I had to pull your teeth for you to read it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm just sitting here like, well, you're going to edit this. Like, what do I say when you say that? You know what I'm gonna answer. No. Uh, it depends on which muse visits me that day. Okay. If it's a blood adult muse. <laughs> okay, I guess that's it. Well, did we really get? Did we, like, go anywhere with that? We talked about the hunter rune. Kind of. We kind of talked about the hunter rune. It was more about how we didn't understand the hunter rune, followed by we didn't understand runes at all, followed by, um, oh, that bit about the bell's not in English. It's a journey. We're going on a journey, and yeah. people are coming with us. Yeah. By the way, let's talk about the effects of the rune. What does it do? It gives you stamina regen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's it, your stamina regenerates 6% faster. Nice. And um, that's not like a lot of the time it'll be like, It'll say 2% up or something. You'll be like, I don't understand. But then I look at the stats and it has gone up significantly. Oh, okay. I guess 2% means something different. But um, no, this is, is 6%. Um, the difference is is 7 frames. Yeah, and on the Bloodborne hyphen no, it's six. it's 6 frames. Like, there is a very, very helpful um, comparison in GIF form. Showing how fast it regenerates, and it is it is six frames. Like it doesn't seem like it's a lot of help, if I'm being honest, as I'm looking at it. It sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like no, it is it is use. It's the most useful of the runes. Is the depressing thing. Oh no. This six percent. I mean, of the base runes, not including DLC, but like that is the best you're going to get out of anything. Um. <laughs> And uh, I played this on 1.0, and it does nothing on 1.0. You do not even get the stamina region. Okay. Yeah, all, all the um, the oath runes, they have no extra effects 
on 1.0. You have to patch it to get anything out of them. Mm-hmm. And if you have this rune and um, somebody else has another rune and they summon you, you may actually end up having to PvP instead of You may them. end up. Yeah, it's not as... Uh, it's not as... as um, like the vile blood one is is always like blood, vile blood is an execution is always fine. Mm-hmm. This one is is a random chance. Um, hang on. Yeah, okay. It's if you if your character has used a sinister bell, there's a five percent chance you get called blood adult. And then if you join a co op session. After you've gone blood adult, mm-hmm. you have to fight hunters of hunters. So it's like it's like a five percent chance based on your use of the sinister bell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. And I think that's about it for this rune. I hope. So. I hope so. Do you want to do the outro, Richie? I feel so bad because you're going to put this up as like the teaser. <laughs> yes. Do we have to just like say sorry for that if you want? We promise the other ones will be good. <laughs> well, we can't promise things we don't know, Richie. I know we don't. Oh, God. <laughs> that is. are there. That's one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, Twenty-six more of these. Awesome. Plus the rune tool. But the tool gets a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's gonna be a new thing, isn't it? All all key <laughs> items, all hunter tools. <laughs> Maybe. All of German's various snoring sounds. <laughs> okay, thank you, Richie. And we'll see you next rune! Thank you, Sen. Okay, but now we have to re-record an intro. Um...